Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Grey's Academy, your most favorite Grey's Anatomy podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your hosts, Carmen, and it is a beautiful day to podcast. Uh, I I have a couple things that I want to share right off the bat, if that's okay with you, Kelsey. I would love that. I was So all of these episodes live on my phone. I have them and I, and (laughs) I like, I listen to so much music. Uh, but now I feel like podcasts are starting to get to a 50, 50 split of grays and dude thoughts that have (laughs) built up over the years. Uh, so like every other song I'm hearing either, uh, an Instagram clip from dude thoughts or a full episode. And I don't remember which one it was that came up on iTunes a couple of days ago, but, um, I said beautiful like three times in the same sentence. And I was like, gosh, Carmen, you're a fucking idiot. There's so many other adjectives out there. Be original. So anyways, I just, I, I laughed at that a little bit. I'm like, gosh, sometimes at 3 a.m. when we record, we sound mm-hmm. so stupid. It's true. But that was it. And then also, um, I know we're going to kind of jump right into this one. But uh, before I share a, a new country breaking our top 10, uh, just want to remind everyone, please email us at grazeacademypod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us, Gray's Academy Pod on Instagram at carmen.gabriel.official at chaoticallykelsey. Uh, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Follow us. Write a five-star review if you haven't yet. It really helps our algorithms. It's been just insane to see the fan reaction over these last couple of weeks and months. It's truly, truly inspiring. Um, but before I share the top 10, anything you want to add on that, Kelsey, real quick before we, we, we keep going? Um, I don't think so. But just, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. We have big, big hopes and big plans for 2023. Um, getting obviously more into the, into what's coming. Super, yes. super stoked. Super stoked. Uh, and with that, huge, huge Grey's Academy shout out to Iceland cracking the Hello, top Iceland. 10. Um, right now, they are the number four spot for uh, the last seven days. So shout out. Really awesome. You know, uh, Kelsey, I hear Iceland is the green one. I hear that as well. If you're listening from Iceland, and we know you are, please let us know. Feel free to email us and tell us if we are dumb. Yeah, sure. Let us know if we're dumb. (laughs) Um, Also, let us know how you found us, because we are always curious how you have done that. It's just fascinating to me. Um, Yeah, so did you have anything else to add? I think that's it. Uh, Subscribe and uh, join us on Patreon. New content coming soon. We just finished recording it. Um, And also the next episode, we haven't fully, fully decided on this yet, but there is a high probability that there will be two episodes releasing because it's a two-parter. The next Mm -hmm. one's a two-parter, you said? Mm -hmm. 
that that both aired on the same day. So. Same day. So we have to obviously do as when in Rome, do as the Romans do, you know. Mm-hmm. When in Shondaland, do as the Shondonians do. As the Shonda do. Shonda do. <laughs> um, so yes, we will uh, have an update on that at some point. Uh, yeah, there will be another episode, obviously. Um, but we're not, we're not sure on the drop situation yet, but we're hoping to do both, both parts at once. So fingers crossed that that works out. Yeah. Um, tis the season though. So bear with us. Also, I'm hesitant. I feel like I need to give you information on the next episode Uh, before we get to it. Why? Because it's very important. Um, and it also is going to change the way you look at this episode that we've just watched. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I've literally been debating about this all day, whether or not I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to, is it a spoiler? It's not really a spoiler. It's just like information. Um, okay. Is it information that I would have seen on the trailer at the end of this episode? mm, Yes, but also you would have known because of the world as it exists. Okay. So what do you know about private practice? Um, nothing. Okay. <clears throat> the next two episodes are what is called a backdoor pilot, which is where they launch a pilot for a new show in a current show to see if they would get good ratings on it. So private practice is a Grey's, <laughs> a Grey's Anatomy spinoff that follows Addison. Oh, so she's leaving. She leaves and goes to work at a private practice. Okay. And the the next two episodes are the backdoor pilot of her doing that. So um, these next two episodes are her transitioning away from Seattle Grace. Uh, well, she just like, it's, it's kind of the lead up to her making the decision to leave. It's not her leaving okay. officially. She's still in a couple more, but like it, that's her... And like you meet all the people that are going to be in private practice and that she goes to the practice that she's going to be working at. Um, so as I was watching this one last night, I was like, you, cause they really linger on her at the end and they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, wow, they're really building this up. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not actually surprised, uh, because you, you know that she can't stay around forever. She, there's nothing for her in Seattle. Also, uh, she's like one of the best. So she needs her own show. Yeah, <laughs> like we have said true. it a million times how much we love her. You have even said if there was a, I would just watch a show about Addison being a doctor. I and would, I like, and I try. Like I had to maintain my face very difficult because I was like, I think I responded, yeah, I would too, like multiple times, <laughs> like six seasons, which isn't a lie. It's no lie <laughs> because I have done it. Um, so that's what next episode is, uh, and and that's why it's a two parter. And they kind of aired it at the same time, I guess, to put out feelers to be like, would people be into this? And so that's when. So then like season four of Grey's is when private practice starts. So I don't know how we're going to figure that out. But so here's look into it. (laughs) Here's what I'm thinking. Then do we have to watch each one as aired? And now we just simultaneously are a Grey's and private practice. And as each one comes in, there'll be points where we won't even watch a new Grey's episode for like three weeks. Like, what do we do? This is crazy information. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to continue to watch Grey's 
And I don't, I, you know what? I'm really not sure. Obviously we're going to keep watching Grace. It's a Grey's Anatomy podcast. Um, but there are, it's in the title. <laughs> there are multiple crossover episodes. Um, but I, th- I think they're a bit further down the road. So we'll definitely, we'll have to, you know what, when you're here in two days, we'll have long conversations about it and we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We'll have one of those brainstorming sessions. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could even watch the first episode of private practice together. Ooh, and that could be Patreon. Mm-hmm. Could be. Mm-hmm. And then if we ever start mm-hmm. another private practice podcast, we just take that and it's now <laughs> our copy and paste. Um, okay. So anyways, that's coming. We'll figure that out. Hopefully in the next episode, by the time we record the next episode, we'll have plans moving forward. Also, if you have opinions on what you would prefer, if you have watched private practice as well, feel free to reach out to us on, um, Instagram or the email, you can message me directly on Instagram or you can message the Gray's account on Instagram um, or you can email us at graysacademypod at gmail.com. And we, I will, I'm like, we're literally so open to under, like to knowing what you guys, if you have feelings on it, because I have, I'm conflicted about how to move forward. So please share your feelings. Um, anyways, Let's talk about this episode now that we're 10 minutes in to this episode. Okay. (laughs) Wait, just real quick. One more thing. We're (laughs) not going to update you guys on how to get away with murder because we just talked for 30 minutes about it and it's on Patreon. So uh, subscribe for more. Yes. And uh, there will be more of that soon also on Patreon because Carmen and Jessica are about to finish it. So there will be big, big thoughts, big thoughts episodes on Patreon for that one. Yes. Okay, so this episode is the 21st episode of the third season. It is the 57th episode overall, and it is called Desire. And Desire... Oh my gosh, fuck. Oh shit, big yawn. <laughs> uh, Desire is a song. Uh, by <laughs> Yeah, uh, by U2, one of my favorite bands. I've seen them play live uh, at Soldier Field in Chicago Ooh. a couple years back. Um, but this was the uh, third song from the Rattle and Hum album released in 1988. Uh, this was the lead single released on September 19th. Um, and uh, it's it's one of, I think, in general, it's, it's a very well-known U2 song. I wouldn't say it's their best song. I also wouldn't say it's their number one well-known song, but definitely uh, people know the, the song Desire. Um, it reached as high as number one on the charts in Australia, Canada, Ireland. Obviously, U2 is an Irish rock band. Uh, Italy, New Zealand, Spain, uh, the UK, and uh, the album itself reached uh, number one in the US. It didn't reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It reached the single, reached number three, but the album. Uh, Rattle and Hum did reach number one. Uh, so with that, uh, I I do want to pull up uh, the lyrics for it. Where is my page? And so the chorus uh, is very simple, very boring. Desire, desire, and the fever getting higher. Hmm. Desire, desire. Burning, burning. What does it mean? That's the whole chorus. What does it mean? Uh, So I actually, uh, I made a point to listen to this. I I know the song, but I had to like kind of sit there and and get into the lyrics and everything. Uh, 
But I definitely, I was like, this is something, Addison, something Addison. Mm-hmm. And plot twist, she fucks Alex. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Back to yeah. you, Kelsey. Oh, thank you so much. Um, okay. So this episode aired April 26, 2007. It was written by Mark Wilding and was directed by Tom Verica. Verica? Who knows? Um, the Netflix synopsis for this guy is everyone is extra attentive to a patient who is the chairman of the hospital board. Christina helps Burke plan the wedding. Does she? Christina does she? doesn't do shit. <laughs> Let's say, does she just get annoyed that she has to plan a wedding? Um, also, this had 20.08 million views. So it's the lowest one we've had for a while. It has. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's getting lower now. And they missed out on the penis fish. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Was this? I wanted to say something to you before you watched it because I think about this episode a lot because it stresses me out. Literally, anytime I'm in like a body of water, I'm just like, yikes on bikes. Um, so I almost was like, well, I can't wait to hear your reaction because I have to imagine you were like, ouch, the whole time. Well, here's here's what I'll tell you, and this is a spoiler because we're going to talk about this again when it gets to this part in the episode. But there is. First off, this occurrence in itself is very rare. Mm-hmm. The medical recourse very rarely ends with the person keeping their penis. Yeah. Usually it's <laughs> amputation of the penis. Bye-bye. So basically what I'm saying is I'm never going to the Amazon or wherever it was that this <laughs> fish was. was. He it, was skinny dipping in the Amazon River. Yeah, skinny dipping in the Amazon. First off, don't... Don't skinny dip in a river. You skinny, skinny dip, dip in your you skinny dip in the back of your pool specifically in mm. Florida. <laughs> not anymore. That's it. There. <laughs> I skinny dipped in your pool once. No, I didn't. I was like, did you though? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Something anyways. else happened though. <laughs> uh, okay. So recap. Let's get into it. George and Izzy had sex, obviously. Mark and Addison having no sex. Uh, Sydney Bailey, chief resident talk. Richard was retiring. Derek wants to be the chief. And Meredith complicates that. Ava is mad. All right. I'm going to preface this one, guys. I know that Derek slander is rampant from me, but if you don't like the Derek slander, this is not the episode for you because I'm fucking livid. I I also so not I even in his that now I know I know that sometimes it's grating how much I don't like him and I talk about it a lot and it's hard and I I am going to try and make an effort to separate it a little bit more but like this is a bad one like it I it's bad for him like it's he's just being a dick I'm with you I agree this is so, not a good yeah. episode for him and uh I'm completely unbiased because not even his hair can save him in this episode. So I just wanted to give a preface. If the, if me not liking Derek bothers you, it's going to be a rough episode for you because that's what I'm going to do a lot. (laughs) So sorry. Um, anyways. Okay. So let's get started. The interns are studying for their exam last week. When I said that this three seasons was only one year, the intern exam was the event that I said, made it clear that it's only been a year because they take it at the end of their intern year. So the intern exam coming up is like the thing that makes it only have been a year. 
So that's the event. All right. Um, so they're at Karina, Christina and Burke's apartment and they're, they're studying for the exam. They're all like asking these questions. It's like a, it's a really cute, like intern, the OG five, like bonding being together moment. Um, uh, Burke is in the background trying wedding cakes, keeps trying, keeps getting Christina to try them and like trying to get her to make a decision. And she's like, I don't care. Like we're doing this important thing. Um, and Christina asked George, oh, are you studying with Callie's flashcards? And they're like, what are you talking about? Well, Callie apparently was like the number one intern in her class. She has these like incredible flashcards that will help you like ace this exam or whatever. Um, George is like, I don't need the flashcards. I'm just doing great, whatever. And him and Izzy are having weird energies. So weird. This <laughs> yeah. whole episode, there was no backstory that made me think that they're going to be so good this next episode. And but obviously they're not, but how much did you love Izzy's hair in this episode? I actually made a point that says Izzy's hair looks great is the second thing that I put on my yeah, phone. Yeah, because here. it's like got the really big curls, which I know you love. So I just oh, thought yeah, it. I was fan. like, Carmen's going to love this one. Um, okay. Big fan. So yeah, I just think it's like a really fun little scene of the five of them together. And then like Christina and Alex going, having a back and forth and like Burke being the tiebreaker and saying that Alex is right. I just think it's a fun scene. Uh, Good time. Fuck me. Shit. Yeah, it's, Sorry, it's guys. It's not even the middle of the night. Also, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Be up so late because I just had caffeine, and it is. I normally don't drink caffeine past like 1 p.m., and it is four o'clock, so I'm gonna be well, up very late. I'll tell you what, you and I can text all night, and it'll be fine. Thanks. Um, so I this this I want to go on record. I think this is my favorite all five of them scene mm-hmm. that we've that we've visibly had on camera through the first three seasons so far. Yeah. It's just, they're having fun. All their personality is coming out. And, and I I guess I should caveat. It's my favorite scene of them together outside of the hospital. Um, even, even like really old guy scenes. Uh, they're really not better than this. It's fun. Burke is involved. All their personality is coming out. And then Alex is, Alex gets one over on Christina, which I think is also just in its own right. Very cool. I'm going to say this is probably my first favorite lighthearted scene of all five of them. It's my second favorite general scene because the scene where Denny dies and they're all in the room with him is like just so well done. It's heartbreaking and gut wrenching, but it's so well done. And they're all there for that one. So this is my second favorite overall, but first favorite, like fun. No one's dead scene. (laughs) Yeah. And this is also a really good scene where no one's giving a speech about hating the other person's wife. So yeah, that's really good I too. I love that. I Although love Meredith that. wasn't in that scene. She was, well, she was in, <laughs> she, was, she was seen she was adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> she was dead. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so then they're at the hospital. Meredith like chases down Derek. She's like, I haven't seen you. Like, where have you been? Oh. And he's like, oh yeah, I've been so busy. Um, I'm just obviously so busy right now. Also, okay, so I will also preface this about this um, episode. Meredith thinks the whole reason that Derek is avoiding her is because she said he was hovering once in the last episode. Which to me, the motivation doesn't make sense that she believes that his behavior is like justified because she told him to stop hovering. It's just weird to me, like it doesn't really track. It kind of comes out of left field. Well, they have interesting dynamics in a relationship anyways, but for me, I actually, right. Uh, I actually got the other, 
uh, a different vibe of, okay, I've recognized with my interactions with Susan that I have a lot of learning how to love myself, which is affecting Mm -hmm. how I love other people. So I'm going to try to just be lighthearted about this and course correct. And she overcorrects, even if she was using the hovering as the motivation. But I actually felt like it was a little bit more justified. And as the episode goes on, to me, it seems a little bit more cute, funny than it is like um, she's feeling like uh, like it's it's less toxic in her mind. It's obviously a little bit more toxic in Derek's mind. But to me, it seemed more cute and jovial and funny on her from her perspective. Yeah, she like I don't think she even realizes that like he's having issues. Right. No, no, no. uh, Yeah, she doesn't because he won't fucking just say it. Well, he's not going to say it because that would be like admitting like, oh, also, I'm just trying to decide if I love you or my career more. Um, So I don't know. It's just like it's it kind of comes out of left field for me in a way. Like, obviously, we know with like the chief's conversation with Derek, the motivation on his end. But like her kind of understanding of it is because she says multiple times like oh i i'm i'm sorry i like accused you of hovering i should i should be appreciative which i understand what you're saying about like her interaction with susan kind of making her come to that realization but it just doesn't make sense to me that she's like so like apologetic for saying once that he was hovering after her mom died like i don't know it just it seems her perspective on it seems strange to me I, I don't disagree with you. Okay. I, I mean, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what makes our conversations interesting. Um, anyways, because okay. I'm right and you're right. Oh. Uh, okay. That's We're fair. both right. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. <clears throat> so she's, this is, yeah, she's trying to be a better communicator. So she has like, oh, I'm going to get on the elevator and I'm going to go up and do this and this and this and like walks him through the day and whatever. So then we see Addison and Mark in the elevator and Mark's like 28 days. Got, got, got my alarm on my phone for when we're going to (laughs) fuck. Like, um, it's, it's funny. It is funny. What does he say? Earth shattering, record breaking, something, something. And then she's like, listen, this is still a hospital. Like (laughs) get the fuck out of here. Calm down, please. Where are you on Mark? I feel like we haven't had a good Mark check in in a while. What's your vibes on Mark right now? In this scene, I was I was pro Mark. I was pro. I he seems like he's committed. And actually, at the end of this episode, I'm gonna jump ahead, obviously a little bit because mm-hmm. this helped play into my decision. But when he spared Addison the feeling of having to tell him that she fucked up, yeah, I was like, okay, I get that you're being nice while mm-hmm. simultaneously being pissed off, but like, just use your words because. Addison is worth it and just don't he loves her. He loves her. He does. It, it's true. And I, and the fact that what'd she say? 60 days. It was total 60 days. And this episode is 28 days. So it's been math 32. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. 32. Okay. So 20, so 28 days left. Uh, yeah. so that means that Mark Sloan, the person who we saw have sex like four times within <laughs> meeting the guy, yeah. uh, within like the first three episodes now they has gone over a lot. Yeah, over a month in in we're trusting that he's telling the truth, but over mm-hmm. a month without sex. Uh so I I really do think he loves Addison. Yeah. Which is makes this one that much more of a bummer. Yeah. So because he loves Addison, I I'm a pro 
I'm a fan of Mark. It's just he was a dick to all the interns, which made me not like him. Yeah. But I don't know. He's got good qualities, I guess. But I mean, we got to remember Shonda's good with an arc. She can she can true. turn turn a character around. She's great with it. Call her uh, Noah cuz she's good with an arc. Nice. <laughs> that was actually quite good. I'm I I liked that a lot. <laughs> Thank you. You can well use it. Done. Thank you. I I will certainly use that in every conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's funny. Okay. So Burke has set up all the teeny cakes in the conference room to force Christina to pick one for the wedding. And Meredith is still like, oh, I'm going to take Derek cake because that's what a good girlfriend does, right? She takes some cake. And I, was like, I mean, absolutely. Yes, but also, do. like, I want cake. Like, this made me yeah. want cake so bad. But good news, we'll have cake this weekend. What kind um, of cake? I don't, probably Publix. Should we also get like a key lime pie too? Like, do, do you need a key lime pie? We can take this conversation off air. If if there's one at Publix, I'll I'll snag you one. Thank Um, you. So, yes, cake is good. Uh, Also, all those cake literally looked so good. Um, But, yeah, Burke is setting them up in the conference room. And Christina is like, oh, George, I'm not giving you cake until you give me the flashcards. Um, And he doesn't have the flashcards. Nope. Also, uh, Burke is being yeah. cute. I don't know why Christina's on his case. And I I need to know which cake Bailey took. What is Bailey's favorite <laughs> cake? I need to know now. She took the whole fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> I was like, that is me energy. <laughs> I love it. This is for me. Uh, yeah, so I don't think necessarily that Christina's on his case. I think she's just like, she has already been up front. Like, just so you know, I am only doing this for you. Um and so I think she's just kind of holding true to that. She's like, I mean, I don't care about the cake. Like, if you care, I don't. I think she could have been like, literally pick any cake, and I don't give a shit. I will fully. I'm not going to be. She's not going to make him pick a cake and then be like, oh, I don't like this cake. She does not give a shit about the cake. That's the whole thing. She's been it's upset not, about that. But the problem is, and I, I agree. I agree. I am on Christina's side with this one. But the problem is, is that Burke, in his mind, he's going, I want you to want to pick the cake. Yeah, no, I don't I need agree. you to pick the cake, but I want you to want to pick the cake. And then we see that at the end and it's actually, we'll get there, but like, it's like the most precious thing in the entire world. Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, Bailey comes in and is like, none of you guys are going to be on surgery this week because you have this exam coming up and you really need to study. Like, I know that it's the most important exam of your career and I'm not going to let you fail. So you're all going to just study. And so she puts, um, Izzy and George in the clinic, Alex back with Ava and Christina and Meredith on Scott. Uh, George and Izzy are like, look at us. We're just so normal. We've moved on. We're doing so great. Everything's perfect. Like, we're so, very impressive. Go. We're such adults who have sex with each other and then pretend that we didn't. Like, what a what a time. What a <laughs> world. <laughs> so mature. I hate it when people say that. Also, I only use it ironically. Yes, exactly. Um, we watched Wednesday. Have you watched Wednesday? Uh, no, but that's the Adams Family Girl, right? Yes, very good. Um, so there's a British person in it, and she says controversy. And have you ever heard a British person say controversy? No, but I have heard a British person say aluminum. Aluminum, yeah. So, well, Michael, like, lost his shit and rewound it multiple times and was like, what is she saying? Because they say controversy to save us from a controversy. 
and he like could not comprehend and i like have the subtitles on and this says controversy (laughs) he was like what is she saying that is hilarious so anyways i just thought that was funny Uh, a controversy so yes oh yeah so richard tells bailey that the board the chairman of the board is there and he's like i don't know but they said it's to be discreet so i want you to take points so like put someone else in charge of the clinic and she's like who would i do put in charge of the clinic and then sydney shows up (laughs) your bff sydney uh sydney (laughs) sydney sucks now i liked her in the beginning but she kind of sucks like she's a lot um it's just that she's treating bailey so bad it's so passive aggressively obsessed with the chief resident thing that bothers me like and just assuming that every but everything anyone else does is to get chief resident and it's annoying yeah also yeah she she does she not know that literally like bailey came up with this idea and Izzy basically paid for this clinic. Like this is Izzy's clinic. Izzy owns the fucking clinic. No, she knows. She for sure knows. Because Um, she just treats them. I don't know, but yeah, whatever it move on. Everything with her is for sure. Like obsessively about being chief resident. And, but she's like acting like it's not, but it is, it's just weird. The motivation is all over the place and I don't care for it. Um, so uh, Alex goes to check on Ava and she clearly feels bad for yelling at him. She doesn't like, she does that thing that I don't care for where she doesn't really apologize, but she like acts like she is apologizing. And like, it's not my favorite thing that pe- a lot of people do. I'm sure I've done it before. Like not saying I'm not guilty of this, but it's one of my biggest pet peeves when people don't just like say that they're sorry. Yeah. Just say it. She's... Just be like, I apologize that I shouldn't have done that. It's hard to apologize. It's something I have worked on a lot because I hate doing it, but I do it. <laughs> um, but it bothers me a lot when people act like they're apologizing or act like they have apologized, but they're not. Yeah. What what did what did Derek do one time where he's like, This is me apologizing? Yeah. And we're like, no. You didn't apologize, apologize once. <laughs> say Jesus. I'm sorry. If you're going to say this is me apologizing, then just say I am sorry. Like yeah. I hate it. I agree. I it. Don't say this is me saying sorry. Just say I'm sorry. It's yeah. not that hard. Also, when people say I'm sorry, I feel personally, and I think I've said this before, I think when you are apologizing to someone, you need to say I am sorry for X, Y, and Z. Like, say what you are apologizing for. If I say something hurtful to you and I say, I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt. mm -mm. I am sorry I hurt your feelings. Very different things. I'm sorry you took it that way is not an apology. Yeah, it is. If if you do say that, it's one part of the apology. Because I think you can say, I'm (laughs) sorry. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. This is a, a teeny tiny rabbit hole that we're going to get into because we, we are running out of time. But I think you could say, I'm sorry that that is the way that you interpreted it. And I'm also sorry for anything that I may have done to convey that point because that was not my intent. If you end it after the first sentence, it's bullshit. But if you explain that you apologize for the part that you owned and why it was misconstrued that way, yeah. I think it also is very valid because... Communication is not 100% or 99% and 1%. Communication is 50 50. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's valid to say like, I am sorry. Also, just so you guys all know, she's I... making faces at me over there. <laughs> it's she's because making... I know he apologizes like this all the time so that he doesn't have to fully own things. But That's because I don't like, fully own anything. He's not alone. A lot of people do that. It's like a whole thing that's like very generational of like people not wanting to accept that. Anyways, this is... Any, well, you know what? It's fine. We're moving on. We don't have time. Have I'm sorry life. that you feel that way. <laughs> no, you're not. I am sorry that you feel <laughs> like you deserve an apology. That is my favorite Rick and Morty thing in the world. Oh, in the so world. Good. I have never so related to something more than that. And that is how I know I'm garbage at giving apologies. And that's why I have to work <laughs> on it so much. But again, self-awareness is important. It's um, very important. I forgive okay. you. <laughs> thank you so much um okay so yeah she's in with alex and she's ava's like oh i i hear everything from the nurse's station so she like gives him the lowdown on the mark and addison shenanigans and all that stuff uh cheap shot about olivia though yeah wow she just Don't, threw that like sucker borderline in slut shaming and i am not here for it I am yeah no good it. so yeah good times uh, you're, but shout out, you know, Olivia, <laughs> I know you yeah. love her. Um, okay. So if, and then he says that Addison wants to be with Sloan and she said, if she wanted to be with Sloan, she would already be with Sloan, which is not wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So something to consider if he wanted to, he would. Yeah, it's true. And I don't want to, the ways. thing that, the thing that I don't um, understand about this like backstory for Addison, and this is in no way um, uh, age shaming because I think we're so far past that as, as like, I guess we shouldn't say we're so far past it. There's still so many people who age shame everyone, but they, they kept going on this, uh, this verbiage of she wants someone to, to barbecue and teach the kids how to play catch. How old are we led to believe that she is in this show? This is actually a huge plot point in private practice, so we'll okay. get there. And okay. next week, literally next next week, they'll address it. <laughs> okay. But like, I, just, I think she at currently is like mid-30s. Okay. I'm just, o- the only reason I think that is because this is 2007, right? 2007, 2008? Yeah, 2007. And like, we're only in 2022 considering... That like maybe thirty five truly isn't a geriatric pregnancy for women. The and fact I'm, that 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 is the term, and like doctors have come out and said now that like most of the studies that led to that like pinpoint being the quote unquote like concerning age is have been debunked, and it's it should be at least five years higher now. Right, but, but, in, just, in, but it's in the medical world, it's so hard to get things like that changed, so they just continue to leave it at thirty five. Right. But back in 2007, 2008, like yeah. it was very much true. So yeah. as a doctor, I just, I had a, I didn't understand. I thought she was mid thirties, maybe even later thirties, like 37, 38. And like, she's talking about wanting to have kids in a field that she knows a lot about, mm-hmm. which considers women past that age to be geriatric. So I didn't understand the thought process of that, like, those two lines that they kept throwing around of, Oh, that's not Mark. And then Alex is like, well, it's also not me. So I don't know. That was just me, but I, I was a weirded out. I well, didn't I fully think understand. She also knows that like, yes, it, it's geriatric pregnancy, but it's not necessarily difficult to have the pregnancy. Right. They just keep a closer eye on it. Right. I understand. So, yeah. Okay. Um, 
all of the attendings are lurking outside of the chairman's room to be like, what's going on? Why is he here? Like, we want to be the chief. They're just really inappropriately taking advantage of this moment. Um, so they go in and uh, to see, like, what the issue is. He drops his pants. <laughs> and yes, Apparently huge testicles. Obviously, we don't see them. He says those aren't grapefruits, which leads us to believe they're the... St- Two singular testicles are each the size of a grapefruit, which is insane and very upsetting. I need to see a doctor then. It's more upsetting to you. Yeah. Also, Addison leaving the room is hilarious. Addison going, you don't need my services. Phenomenal. (laughs) Incredible way to exit. (laughs) Incredible exit. Straight Um, up was like, fuck this. I am out of here. This is not. I cannot help. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the title card, 740. So very funny. They are examining him. He says he has not peed in three days. To me, when does... I know that bladders explode. I know that's a bladders burst. How full can a bladder get before it explodes? Three days? I I like, thought it was... God. I thought it was closer to... Well, I mean, I guess three days. Unless he wasn't drinking a lot. But yeah, maybe when he figured out that he couldn't pee, he, like, stopped drinking. But, like, I'm just confused. I know bladders exploding are a thing. So how full can a bladder get? Apparently pretty full. Yeah. Isn't that what killed someone? Wasn't there, like, a you no pee challenge and they would have won, like, a truck or something and the guy died or something? I don't know, but that sounds like something that would for sure happen. Because like there, there's too much water in your system and your water like starts to actually kill yourself because well, you, don't, you don't get it out. If you drink too much water, you can die, but you have to drink like a lot of water in a very quick period of time. Well, I don't, I don't remember the exact. I'm probably mixing but, but four bladders, or five different stories. Like I'm pretty sure bladders exploded has been like a has been a storyline on Grays. So anyways, I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Uh, okay. So the, yeah, they're trying, they're like spitballing ideas. Like what would cause this? What's been going on? Did you eat anything? What's happening? Um, and then they're like, maybe call your wife. And he's, and someone asked like, Oh, she wasn't on the trip with you. And he kind of like makes a face. So that's clue number one, that there's something going on. Yes. Oh, they for sure. That, I wrote down <sighs> that note in that scene. He's, he's cheating on his wife. I knew it. Yeah. Um, so actually, uh, medical professionals have seen, uh, bladders hold over two liters of urine in the bladder. That sounds and, so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And uh, patients going over a week without urinating. Ew, so, ow. I'm uncomfortable right now because I need to pee. Yeah. I can't How do you know? Two weeks. Signs and symptoms of spontaneous bladder rupture can be nonspecific and are commonly misleading, often delaying diagnosis and treatment. Most patients present with an acute abdomen and complain of lower abdominal pain, uh, dyseria, difficulty voiding. That must be voiding their bowels. That means ah, yes. Uh, And yeah, so the more you know. (laughs) Okay, so Alex goes to update Addison about Ava, makes the comment about the 28 days thing. He's like, oh, well, in 28 days you will. So he knows. He knows, and now she knows that he knows. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so in the clinic, George and Izzy have a patient who has been there a lot, and he has a super runny nose, and he's talking about, like, intense attraction. It's, like, very awkward between the two of them. They are uncomfortable. Whatever. 
Uh, Meredith and Christina are studying. She's Christina is obsessing about the cards. Um, Callie comes around and she tells Callie, she's like, oh, there's cake. And I would love your opinion because you have such good taste. And Callie's like, you cannot have my cards. Savage. Um, George asks Bailey if she needs an intern. She's like, no, how is Sydney doing? He's like, oh, you paged me to ask how Sydney's doing. Great. Um, Sorry, did you hear that? I heard There's something. Like what was it? Very loud construction <laughs> occurring outside. Oh, so they're yeah. Like delivering a house basically because they're they're about to break ground a couple houses up. So they're like delivering all the wood. And for a second, Amazing. I thought that was the computer making that noise, and I was like, "This is going to explode." Where's the geek squad? <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. So, uh, l- yeah, Larry's assistant comes to Doctor Bailey, and it's like, um, "This is very embarrassing, but I'm gonna need to be tested for whatever he has because we're having an affair." Because we smushed booties and he's married to someone else. Awkward. Um, Sydney tells Izzy to treat the runny nose man and not send him away um, because it's all about patient care. Patient care. Treat the patient right. That's all I care about. Naval lavage. Naval lavage. I went home and I I gave Marlo a nasal lavage the other day. We have to give them to Bennett a lot. It's not my favorite. He hates it. Scarlett was actually pretty okay with it when she was younger. Bennett hates it so much. I Marlo is at this at the age right now where she hates fucking everything. I can't even change this bitch's diaper without her yeah. writhing yeah. and trying to figure out so how to get fun. out of it. Yeah. So fun. And they think it's hilarious. Oh no, she just is pissed off the whole time. Change. Uh anyways, so I great. at this point in the show, I did not see at all this guy's plot twist coming. I knew something had to be wrong, but I was like, yeah. mm. Spinal fluid? You didn't think his brain was leaking out of his nose? No, didn't see that. Um, Celeste is telling Addison and George, like, oh, you must think I'm terrible. It's not just an affair, but it is an affair. But, like, it's been four years, but he hasn't left his wife yet. So, like, what do I do? Do you have any idea how rare it is to find someone you can work and play with? Again, awkward. For everyone. That's because they're like, oh, we have that. Maybe we're not okay. We should mm-hmm. fuck right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this is a great scene. Bailey goes to, uh, oh, sorry. First, Larry is talking to Richard and he's like trying to bully him basically into not retiring. He's like, you used to be the best. Like I came here for you to treat me. You used to be the best and you don't even care anymore. Blah, blah. Like, I don't even know. Like, why would you retire and leave this? Like, I can't get any kind of excitement. I have to go skinny dipping in the Amazon to get this kind of rush or whatever so it's just a weird scene i don't know whatever kind of threw it in it's rude it wasn't a good look of him like bullying weber to try to get out of retirement and he right. was really mean he's, he's like ah things are more important what's more important your wife who already left you that makes no sense weber like pour salt yeah. in the guy's fucking wounds dude yeah, Calm honestly, down. Like, aggressive like jeez. um so then we get ba- bailey going to meredith and christina and this is the funny scene and she's like we have all hands on deck situation uh, it's a penis the chairman of the board's penis and then she says his testicles have swollen which is the understatement of the year and christina says how much don't tell me let it be a surprise <laughs> i just think it's so funny i don't know i love her in this scene how excited that really this whole storyline that she's in with this patient is so funny to me like she's so excited about all of it and then yeah. 
Bailey's like, go help him. Go take care of it. And she goes, the VIP penis. Yeah, that is easily the single greatest Christina line that we have seen to this point in the show. Yeah. Don't. The VIP. That one, that one earned one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cry laughy faces from me. <laughs> Um, so Burke, Derek, and Mark are researching, trying to figure out what's wrong with the penis. And Mark tells Derek, oh, Meredith told me to tell you she's in the extra room, whatever, whatever. And he leaves. And Derek tells Burke that she's communicating, but he's like, I just don't know if I can to, to be chief and have the relationship. And like, oh, I don't know what's worth it, blah, blah, blah. And then Burke actually has insight about, you know, a good relationship, but whatever. Derek's not going to listen to that shit. Yeah. Obviously. It was a cute scene, though. It was good to see yeah. them interacting. I like it. I like their friendship. Yeah, I, it's grown on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ava is watching the nursing station, and Callie is talking to Addison, and she tells him she caught George in the lie about Izzy. Um, and then she asks if Mark has been reformed yet. Addison says yes, but not. But like he's still not what she wants, which is the teaching the kids and the barbecuing and the whatever, the whole thing. Uh, Callie tells her, oh, we'll just go there and sleep with Alex. And, and Addison's like, well, he's not either. And Callie says, well, he is like, he's the kind that messes around in his twenties, but like, ultimately like that's who he is as a person. Um, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to stop obsessing over Izzy. And Addison kind of stops and is like, maybe there's a reason you're obsessing over it. Yeah. The, the thing that I like about this scene is number one, uh, also Callie, you don't, know Alex well enough to tell Addison that he's this kind of person. <laughs> um, I agree with you, but you, I just haven't seen enough on screen for me to believe that you actually believe that. The yeah. second thing is, is we go back to last week where Izzy told Addison, I slept with someone that I shouldn't yep. have. And <laughs> Addison is putting this together live in the moment, talking to Callie and you see it in her face. And she doesn't outright outright say, yo, your husband cheated on you. She's like, hey, if you got this feeling, it's probably for a reason. Go do your thing, whatever. Um, but I really, I'm now that I know that Addison's going to be leaving, it's a bummer because I actually really enjoy Callie and Addison's interactions. They have a good yeah. chemistry on screen uh, that I've really grown to appreciate. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> it's kind of uh, definitely... One that I would have loved to see more of. Who's Seymour? Sure. They weren't in this scene. Suddenly Seymour. Okay. Uh, that's from a musical, Carmen. Is that from uh, Suddenly Seymour, <gasps> the musical? No, I thought you were actually going to guess correctly. Is it Dear Evan Hansen? No. You're not going to guess it. It's from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> Hamilton? Yep. <laughs> Fences? Sure you saw live. They didn't sing it. Fences is not a musical. It's just a play. Wait. Book of Mormon is coming to Chicago. <gasps> oh my God. Are you going to go see it? Yeah. For like, they're going to be here for like three months. You guys going to come up? Maybe. Let's do it. When are they going to be there? March, April, May. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay. So, uh, where am I? Okay. So Bailey, uh, goes to the clinic and is mad that Izzy is doing the nasal lavage and Sydney comes and they have the argument with Sydney, whatever. And Sydney's like, Oh, mama bear, blah, 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 whatever. Chief resident. I'm, I can't say anything else. <laughs> about it. God, so annoying. Um, so then she 
they're going to send the guy home and he's like laying down cause he's bummed out and he sits up and he's like, whatever. And they see like the blood on the pillow, but it's not just blood. And <laughs> Bailey's like, did that come out of his nose? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, uh, let's not send him home. Let's get a CT because that's fucked up. So clearly something else is in fact going on with this gentleman. So she tells Izzy to order a CT. Yeah. And then Harrison Ford walked in and said, I got a bad feeling about this. And everyone laughed. <laughs> and everyone had a great time. Derek comes into the extra room. Meredith is continuing to narrate her every move for him. And he continues to be very bothered by it, even though she's just trying to be nice. Uh, so they're looking at the x-ray and trying to figure out what's in the guy's wee-wee. And they're like, oh, it looks like a spine. Like, what is it? And Meredith's like, it looks like a tiny catfish. And then Weber comes in and says, oh, it's a kangaroo fish from the Amazon. And Christina's like, oh, my God, the penis fish. Uh, she she also got way too excited to see that, which is hilarious. So excited. But this is the moment where I Googled it. And I was like, the penis fish, this can't be real. It is real. Just mm-hmm. everyone, it is real. Alarming. <laughs> Uh, like why that this, why this, this is a creature that exists is beyond me. It's one of those creatures that I don't understand. Uh, but yeah, that this is where I Googled where it's a very rare occurrence. It is true. Uh, but most often if it's up there, uh, it's, it's going to end in amputation for Larry. It seems like he avoided it because it ended up getting all the way into the bladder, uh, so, you know, not good still, but, uh, I guess if the penis fish is going to go for it, go all the way, get yep. all the way in there and avoid the penis shaft. Ouch. So, uh, Alex is going to check on Ava. He's not mad. He's like, Oh, I can't stay mad at you. So she's telling him to make a move on Addison. And then he like says something and then she starts to have a seizure. So obviously it's a big panic moment. Uh, and they cut in and they're telling Larry about the penis fish and that he's like, well, I didn't drink from the Amazon river. I'm not stupid. And they're like, well, did you pee in it? Cause like they are attracted to blood and urine. So whilst he was peeing, it was like, and swam right on up his bits right on up there. And so now it's obstructing. So I guess I think what they explained it, if I understand it's like so far up his urethra that it's not in his bladder, but it's like pushing against it to make it where he can't pee. Or something. Oh, okay. Something like that. Regardless, it's a problem. <laughs> Obviously, it needs to come out. It's a fish in his wiener. So. Also, uh, unclear if it was alive still or yeah. if it died in the ween. Because when they pulled it out, it kind of looked like it was squirming about. Yeah. Which would be impressive that it would survive that long. <laughs> but yes, yeah, same question. Um, okay. Okay. So Alex and Addison are taking Ava to surgery and they're like, we are going to have to take the baby out. She's awake and she's panicking. She's like, I'm not ready to do this. The baby's only 30 weeks. And they're like, the baby's going to be fine. She's like, well, I'm not ready. I can't do it alone. And Alex is like, well, then it's a good thing you're not alone. And Addison is making eyes. She's like, wow, I'm turned on. Swoon, swoon. This guy, maybe he does know how to play catch. Mm -hmm. Maybe he can barbecue. I should Mm -hmm. buy him a Traeger. (laughs) Okay. Sponsor us. Uh, Bailey pages Derek to the runny nose guy and, uh, the CT. And apparently, yeah, he, Derek is like, his brain is sinking into his spinal cord and he's leaking fluid out of his nose. Problematic. The thing that for, for that specific storyline doesn't make any sense is wouldn't there be some sort of cognitive That's signs? What I was thinking. Like, wouldn't you like not be able to 
have your full brain function if your brain yeah. is thinking. But maybe there's like different, like it hasn't gotten to like the important stuff yet. Who knows? I don't know. Imagine you're just like going to the grocery store and it like falls off a cliff and it's like, hey, I'll take one of. <laughs> yeah, like, or you just like pass out and you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember how to breathe anymore. Oh, and then what do they do? Do they put like, do they have to go uh, get little mini car jacks and they just put it right under the medulla oblongata? Yeah, they, like, do not explain a lot about. <laughs> I'm so about concerned this. for this man. <laughs> I had a very similar thing of like, well, at what point in this would you start to see cognitive like symptoms? Because you would think immediately, but I guess not. Maybe yeah. there's like fluid before the brain that's like protecting it. So that's what's coming out first. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like it's wild. Like a brain waterbed and it's a um, slow leak. <laughs> Bailey says she's going to like scrub in because she feels bad for sending him home three times before getting this diagnosis. So she doesn't want to miss the surgery. Uh, and then they deliver Ava's baby and the baby's great. She looks good, but there's some kind of complications with her uterus and she's bleeding and she's freaking out. Obviously like you've been there for a C-section, so she's fully awake. So like she hears yeah. them being like shit. Um, so she starts to panic. Uh, reasonable. I would as well. And Alex is able to talk her down and calm her down. And he's like, oh, such a good guy, Alex moment. You know, we love those. Yeah. We love the good guy, Alex moment. So this is really one of those, which is great. We love to see it. Um, we are going to take a break now for our favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. Boom. Yeah. Um, we have one friend in Shondaland this episode. Uh, does this one friend identify as a male or a female? Uh, male. Ooh, it is fucking Larry. It's not. It's an obscure one. It's the oh. doctor that they call in to do the procedure, like when they end up having to like go into his bits. Doctor Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. I um, love it. They should have just named him Dr. Kandaroo or some <laughs> Dr. shit. Dr. Penisfish. <laughs> Dr. Penis. First name, Penis. Uh, Dr. Fi penis Fisherman uh, is his full name. Dick. Dick Fisherman. <laughs> Dick Fisher. <laughs> Rich, Richard. Richard Fisherman. Uh, oh, fucking good. Dick. Dr. <laughs> Mike Oxbig. Um, okay. So Fuck. Uh, his name is Dr. S or sorry. In real life, his name is Stuart Skelton. And he is in one episode of Scandal where he also played a doctor. So there you go. Also, Dr. Fisherman. <laughs> White House doctor. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So George goes to tell Celeste that she does not have an STD because he doesn't have an STD because he has a fish in his wiener. And uh, he's like, why, why don't you seem happy? Like, I just told you that he's going to be fine. And she's like, yeah, but I'm not going to be fine until I don't care about him. And I still care about him. So uh, his wife shows up and this is awkward. And so uncomfortable. Like gets all the information. And then she's like, Celeste, I left my car in a no parking zone. Could you go move it? Like you're my servant. Yikes. Yikes on bikes. So that's awkward. And George is like, what are you going to do? And she goes, well, I'm going to go move her car. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck. And you know, she knows like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Uh, Meredith says that the penis fish is instant karma 
but not really because it was been four years. So whatever. And then they're all going back and forth. And uh, Christina's like, well, you didn't get a penis fish. And she's like, yeah, but Addison showed up. And like, I had to go through all that, like turmoil emotionally. <laughs> and then I almost drowned. Yeah, that was kind of a hilarious scene. I didn't get a penis yeah. fish, but what I did is I got a crazy ex, not even crazy. I got an ex-wife. That's yeah. what I got. And then Christina's like, whatever, it's not real. I cheat on boyfriends all the time and nothing happens to me. And they're all like, oh. And and she's like, oh, am I the only one who's done that? And George and Izzy are just like, uh. This awkward. cake is delicious. <laughs> hey, the, the mailman's here delivering something to my door. Maybe it's your shirt. Is it, a, is it my shirts? I don't know. I'll, I'll check after and I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, Izzy and George are trying not to be weird. They change the subject to cakes and then they're like, look, we're friends again. And they like shove cake in each other's face and Callie sees. Obviously it's awkward. Um, Addison chases down Alex and she's like, do we have a Denny Duquette situation on our hands? Like blah, blah, blah. Like it's very awkward. Um, He's super offended and he's like, I know her stats and I take care of her because you expect the best and I'm not going to show up to work and be anything uh, less than overprepared, which is a good argument. And then they fuck, <laughs> which is also a good Straight argument right up. And I, I'm going to be honest. I truly could not remember if they have sex or if they just, I like in my head for some reason, I thought that Mark just saw them kiss. But, but I couldn't remember. I was like, do they have sex? And then yes, yes is the answer. They do have sex. Not that we physically see, which that's, we don't see. this is the, what the show is lacking. We need to see more of the actual, oh, sorry. We need to see more of the actual <laughs> need, penetration. This show lacks porn. This show <laughs> on network television lacks X-rated porn. Like most shows that I love, <laughs> they need more insertion porn. Okay. That's what we need. I hate um, everything that you're saying right now. <laughs> Uh, but in all seriousness, it's just funny because like, first off, Alex is nowhere near like this. Not that Alex is completely superficial, but he's, he's very superficial. This girl had a pylon fall off of her and she was run over by a ferry boat and he's not sitting there. Like, I love you. He's sitting there taking care of her being a good patient. Mm -hmm. So to throw the Denny Duquette stuff is a bit harsh Addison, yeah. but then the way she looks around and she's like, look to the left, look to the right. And bone was I'm just not gonna look behind me where there are for sure people standing. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> what you should do is, you know what? Let's finish this conversation in the on-call room. Boom. That's how you remember, do it. Remember that tweet that I sent you that was like Grey's Anatomy, but it's just told from the perspective of the HR department. This is yeah. one of those where they're like, uh, yeah, I just like wanted to report that I saw one of the attendants um, just like slam aggressively, like screaming and then like throw herself on one of the interns. Just wanted to like drop by and let you guys know. Sorry. Bye. Yeah, and, and the door closed very slowly, so their clothes were off before the door even closed all the way. So I, I have a feeling something happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, okay, so Christina goes and asks Callie for the cards again, and she's like, I'm going to give them to George, and he'll share. And Christina's like, well, no, he won't. Well, he will, but only with Izzy. So, like, they're just some little unit, and, like, none of us are going to get to see the cards. Like, whatever, do what you want. Uh, and Callie gets upset and is like, you know what? They're in my locker. Go get them. You can have them. And Christina's like super excited. So she goes and gets them. So that's fun. Or Callie. I feel bad for her, obviously. Because her husband sucks. 
so Addison and Alex come out of the on-call room. They're getting redressed. It's awkward. Mark sees, make, connects the dots. Obviously, they've boned. And now he's sad. And I feel bad for him. I feel very bad for him. Like, his sad little face when he was just, what was he, like, at the vending machine, just, like, getting some chips. And then he just <laughs> sees them coming out all sad. What uh, a roller now, coaster. Now he doesn't even want a snack anymore. I feel like if you've... If you've resolved to going to the vending machine and you get a snack from the vending machine, a lot of things have to go wrong in in that series to where you can't get food, real food, that you're now at the vending machine. And he opens his little bag of chips and he sees sees them, the love of his life, having sex with a person he treated so poorly. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a really sad scene between Callie and Izzy when Callie chases down Izzy in the elevator oh, and gives yeah. a big speech about, like, he's my husband and, like, we have the sex and we have this and this, but, like, what you guys have is different and I want him. I want him to need me the way he needs you and, like, just, like, find a new friend and, like, give him back to me and, like, ouch. It's, it just, like, hurts. It's so genuine. I don't think she's doing, I don't think she's in the wrong, but, like, it's so raw and vulnerable and genuine it like hurts to watch and like we don't see a lot of vulnerable Callie sad moments so like this is a big like it really I feel like it makes that much more of an impact because yeah it's just rough and Izzy just says nothing yeah because well, I mean what do you say to that you don't you don't you say nothing Especially you say because nothing she prefaced to that. it with like oh I know nothing's going on exactly I was just about to say that like Ooh. Yeah. So anything I say at this point, I'm acknowledging that I'm lying to you. And that's the yeah. hard part. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Izzy can't say shit. Um, okay. So they're going to do surgery on Larry and they're struggling to get the fish out with whatever their grabbers. <laughs> they're going to have to do it a different way. Um, they page Bailey cause she's in the other surgery. Uh, and she gets the page and leaves that surgery, which again, they are only briefly in and they do not explain to us what they're doing. <laughs> um, George comes to talk to Izzy and <laughs> she's like, you're my penis fish. He says, you don't have a penis. How am I the fish? It's a metaphor, George. Yeah. George, just don't be a fucking piece of toast. Like just understand things. Don't be yeah. dumb. Too late. Um, so he says, what happened to us being fine? And she goes, I don't know. Maybe we're not. So she's, I think I have actually some respect for Izzy in this because as much as I am a very like an advocate for telling the truth, she doesn't want to throw Callie under the bus because she knows what Callie is asking for is right. And she should like, she wants, if she wants their relationship to be okay, then she's going to have to kind of pull back. But if you go and you're like, Hey, your wife wants us to not be friends anymore. That's going to put resentment from George onto Callie. 100%. And so she's yeah. trying not to do that. So I do like, she's in a very difficult position because her options are hurt their marriage by staying the friend or hurt their marriage by, like telling George about this interaction with Callie. So she has to basically like hurt George to make him not want to be friends with her anymore to help their marriage. So it's convoluted, but it's like actually a good gesture, but she's yeah. definitely in like a tough spot, uh, but uh, she could have just not had sex with him and then she wouldn't be in the tough spot. So, no. <laughs> it was just yeah. Sad. Yeah. It's, it's also hard to be mad at her in this scenario because of how good her hair looks, you know? So yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's my two cents. Um, Bailey joins in the surgery. They have to cut the fish out because the barbs are like so aggressively in his organs. It's just disgusting to think about. Um, and then, yeah, they pull it out and it's wiggling. Is it alive? We don't, we'll never know. It looks alive to me. Uh, 
there in the scrub boom and Mark just like goes ham on hit, like doubles down hitting on Meredith is like, let's fuck. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, no, let's do it. And she's like, seriously, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> like, what about Addison? And, um, he's like, it's not going to work because she doesn't want me. And it's sad because she does. She just wants a different version of him. It's also just weird because Mark, you've been trying so hard to get back with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And then like, he's floundering. Why? He's emotionally oh, for devastated. sure. He's exactly. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page because it made no sense. Like you're going to attack Addison by screwing Derek over. Well, once I don't... she, once, once she calls him out on it, you kind of see him grumble, crumble under the, and like he, yes. he's like, this isn't what I want to do. He's like, I'm just like grasping for anything at this point, because like, I don't know how to live in this world where like this has happened to me. Um, also, I want to call out the line. Something's always the matter with you and Derek because it is. And it's, um, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ava thanks Alex for not letting her die. And she tells him that Addison wants him and, then that he's like actually a decent guy and you know, he wants all the barbecue and blah, blah, all that stuff. And, um, he's like, yikes, I don't want this. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, it's also here. I need, I need to make a, a small note. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my notes that I type up with my thumbs are riddled with typos. It's just, it's terrible. Yes. But anytime I have to write your, your, or there, there, and there, I have to make sure that I use the apostrophe the correct way. Like, I will go back and I will, just in case, like, someone ever reads my notes, if, like, we get super (laughs) famous and they're like, I just want to go read this person's notes. I want the NFT of Carmen's notes. I want them to know that I'm not a complete idiot. Like, I just need people to know that. (laughs) Is that weird? Like, do you, like, I mean, I don't save mine. I delete mine every week and I start a new one. I've got all of them. I've got them all the way. Wow. You're archived. You're ready for us to be in the Smithsonian. Um, (laughs) Okay. So uh, George goes to Larry's wife and tells her everything went well in the surgery. And then she, she's like, Hey, can you tell Celeste? Because I don't have it in me to comfort my husband's girlfriend right now. And George is like, yikes. And then she says, of course, I know the wife always knows, which again, George is like, yikes, because yeah. I have a wife that I cheated on also. <laughs> um, oopsies. Um, also, so sorry. Scarlett says oopsies now, but she does. She leaves the P out. So it sounds like she's saying, oh, shit. Every time she does like drop something, she's like, oh, see. But it sounds like, oh, shit. A lot of the time. You'll see. It's great. <laughs> My mom it. was like, what it's is she saying? And I was like, she's saying oopsies. All right. I promise she's not cursing. It's incredible. Ugh, um, kids are the best. I know. Celeste goes into the room and asks George, he's like, Oh, can you send the records to his uh, physician? Here's the number. I was able to cancel all your meetings except for this one, but Danny will take care of it. And he's like, why would Danny take care of it? And she's like, well, he's going to fill in until you find someone else. Bye. And just leaves. <laughs> Savage. And he's like, what just happened? And the wife goes, well, I think she just left you. Bye. And Lee's like, not a good day for Larry. Honestly, no. like they could have amputated his penis. He doesn't need it anymore because everyone just left him. So. And the, the funny thing is, is like, that is so just hilarious and good. But George steals the scene and he's like, yeah. I, I uh, think I'm done here. <laughs> and just so leaves. Uh, bye. That is my favorite. Chief. He doesn't have to stay there. 
Yeah, right? He has no horse in this race. I don't give a fuck what just happened to your dick, man. Like, this is <laughs> awkward. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, bad day for Larry. Uh, Izzy is eating all the cakes. Burks comes in. She feels sad. And she's like, I, I need to talk to someone because I'm eating all this. She goes, you don't gossip. And he goes, because nobody tells me anything. And then she starts to tell him. And he goes, no, no. I don't mind that no one tells me anything. <laughs> I'm not looking to change. That was not a criticism. I'm happy being out of the loop. And then the last time still I was in the fucking... loop with you, I got shot. <laughs> don't tell me your bullshit. She still <laughs> fucking tells him, though. She just plows right through his objections. She's like, I fucked George. And he's like, ah. <laughs> I don't I want to it. hear this. It's so good. And then he's like, you know how I'm going to handle this? I'm going to talk to you about cake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I watched the scene like three times, like trying to read the metaphor of the cake. And I'm like, I really just think he's talking about cake because he doesn't know how to deal with this. He went <laughs> he's like crying and he's like, you know what makes cake good? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> It's like his brain stopped working and is like in, in protection mode the second that he heard that she fucked George. And he's like, wait, that's my boy. I need a distraction, yeah. brain. Brain, yeah. talk about what we know a lot about. And the cake. brain's like, cake. I'm good at, I'm good at cake. <laughs> heart surgery and cake. The heart surgery might be too complicated for her in this exact moment. So let's talk about the fucking cake. Yeah. And she's oh like crying. And then she's like, red velvet's the winner. And he's like, yeah, I think so. So good times, good times. What a scene. Um, what a Meredith scene. goes to the trailer. Derek is like being very distant, removed and annoying. And it's very much like a switch of when she's like, why are you always here? And now he's like, why is she always here? Why is she in this relationship now that I have decided I don't want to be in it? So that's annoying. She initiates the sexy times, whatever. Uh, Addison stops Mark and she's like, Hey, let's go get to get a drink. We need to talk about some stuff. And he's like, Nope, I slept with someone else. You're off the hook. Bye. So again, he's taking one for the team to not make her say that she's the one that did it and to make her feel like what she did is okay. Because she's now thinks that he has also done it. Um, Richard tells Miranda to go home and see her family. And he's like, you need to delegate. And she's like, I did. And he goes, okay, well you delegated and still ended up doing everything. So like, how is that any better? And then she goes, there's always going to be a fish in a man's penis. Well, that's, that's when, so Weber was like, there was a fish in a man's penis. <laughs> there's always going to be a fish in a man's penis. Yeah. Metaphor. You know. That's a metaphor. <laughs> yes. That one was a metaphor. Um, and then he says, if you don't slow down, you might end up without a family to go home to, which is sad because that's where he is. Yep. He doesn't even have a home. He has to go to the hotel. Well, luckily for him, he can afford it. Mm, true. Uh, Meredith asked Derek if they're okay. She's like, why are you, why are y'all like not looking like happy after the sex? It's not good for my ego. And so they have a conversation. It goes poorly. Um, she's like, I shouldn't have accused you of hovering. And this is again, they're basically building this whole, her, her understanding of this conflict is because she like told him he was hovering again. It doesn't make any sense to me, whatever. It's just like, it just, I think what I mean to say is it seems like she is excusing a lot from him for such a small thing that she had done. Yeah. 
So that's, I think, where my confusion comes in on it. But I definitely agree with your perspective of her conversation with Susan making her want to to be different in the relationship. Yeah. And it's um, also, more importantly than that, Patrick Dempsey has weird nipples. <laughs> I did not notice that, but thank you for pointing it out. I am sure I will never be able to unsee it now. <laughs> if you go back and look at the scene, the stage left nipple seems a bit concave. It's very interesting. 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 Um she he's being a shit he's like i love you and i want you but you didn't swim and i don't know if i can breathe for you like not the issue now he's like using this very traumatic event where she almost died to get out of this relationship so that he can be chief like i just it's like so much i just it's so i'm mm. very selfish very self-involved selfish, very lying like again like toxic just like garbage garbage man i hate it you know what you should do, Derek? Have a conversation and say, Tell the truth. I am nervous that I can't do both. And if I want both, I may need some slack from your end every also, once in a while. I am nervous that I won't even get the opportunity to do both if we date. Right. So I have to break up with you. But I'm going to just be shitty and get you to break up with me. After you come over and have sex with me. Yeah. That was such a dick move. Like you're going to be an asshole the entire episode and then sleep with her and then break up with her basically. Yeah. That's where I had the biggest problem like, with. Don't yeah, even, say, don't I even agree. let her don't have sex with her. If you're like, have this conversation before the sex. Yeah. It's not that hard. Jesus Christ. Um, he's just grasping for reasons and it's and trying not to make himself not feel bad. Uh, Christina is studying with the cards. Burke asked her about the cake. He clearly thinks that she's not going to have an answer. And she's like, Oh, I like that red one. And he's like, the red velvet. She's like, yeah. He, like the joy on his face is so precious. Like, Oh my God, it's adorable. And then he turns on and kisses her. They also have the sexy time. Probably. Oh, uh, Izzy and George are talking about acting like it's okay. And George is like, well, I called in a transfer to Mercy West. And she's like, you're going to leave. And he's like, yep, don't have a choice. So that's, did you see that coming? No, no, I did not. <laughs> no, didn't, did not. <laughs> um, Addison asks Alex for a drink. And he's like, I have to study. And she's like, well, I can help. And he's like, I'm not your boyfriend. She's like, oh my God. Okay. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that was God. a bit overkill from Alex. I didn't yeah. like that. Because yeah, she was left turn from the good guy we saw earlier. Yeah. And also having a hot woman like strip teach you things for school is every guy's dream. Yeah. Like what? Just, yeah. yeah. It's so dumb. Anyways. So then Addison leaves and she's sad. And then we get the voiceover of like, what do you want? So that's like obviously the buildup for next episode where we'll watch and we'll find out. So let's rate it. What do you think of this one? All right. Um, this episode was okay. Uh, I'm going to go resident point four nine nine, a three point four nine nine. Um, I like it. It was good. It was a fine episode, but there was no gigantic drama. Mm -hmm. uh, overall acting was, was good. The, the non-resolution of brain skull guy uh, was a bit, I was concerned about that a little bit um but uh it was it was just a good episode it was it was like just okay like i wouldn't sit there and yeah. yearn to watch this episode yeah for me um 
resident point point six, I think. Like I like it. I think the storylines are good. The acting is good. Again, like I mean the penis fish is funny. Um oh, but yeah. there's not the like a whole lot to it. Um you're right that like lingers or has like a major huge impact going forward, other than the George bombshell drop it, they just sneak in at the end. Um but yeah, it's good stuff. It is it's it's there. It's an episode of Grace. It's not bad, it's not great, it's just a good good episode. Um so yeah, let's throw out some predictions. Well, obviously I told you Addison is going to go to private practice. I predict um, that Addison goes to private practice. <laughs> wow. How did you know? Um, what about Alex? What do you think he's going to, what move is he going to make? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Alex wants right now and him being kind of that self absorbed, like I need to study for the thing like that the resident test like that, that makes sense. I get it. They're all doing it. And even Bailey gives them permission of this is the most important piece of your like career to this point. Do it. But I don't know what Alex wants. I don't know if Alex wants a relationship. I don't know. He would be crazy to not want Addison, but I understand that if they don't want the same things from each other, then it makes sense for them not to be together. But like also, Addison's an adult woman. If she's like, let's just bone for a little bit and figure some shit out. Like, let do it. Like, take, like, do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't so think that, saying I can help you study is saying like, let's get married and just how he right. reacts. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind of bad guy, Alex. But, um, yeah. I predict that they will probably at least kiss once more. I don't know if they're going to have sex, but I think they might kiss once more and it might be passionate. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better about Christina and Burke. Uh, but also I predict that George will not be at Mercy West forever. George will be back. If George okay. even leaves. I don't even know if George is going to fuck it. No, he'll leave. He'll leave for like two episodes and come back. Um, and then uh, do you have any predictions about the exam? Uh, everyone's going to pass. Great. Um, and then last week you said Christina was going to leave Burke at the altar by the end of season three. Do you have a change to that? Or are you standing by that one? Uh, it's going to stay for right now. Although I, I'm becoming less, less confident in that one. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and, uh, Derek and Meredith. Fuck them. This is bullshit. Thank you. They're, so they're fucking, annoying. <laughs> I, I have told you, and if you're listening to this episode for the first time, I have said many times, I don't have anyone on this show that I'm like, oh, they need to be together or I'm going to be sad. It's not like if you're watching Friends where you have that, oh my gosh, if Chandler and Monica actually break up, I'll be devastated. Yeah. Uh, but it's like they were trying so hard to have a Ross, Rachel back and forth love romance thing that they just mm -hmm. forced it i don't see it with derek and meredith i just don't uh yeah. and i'm not heartbroken if they're not together the show goes on i was heartbroken that derek fucked over addison and cheated on her with meredith when he could have just cut her cut the cord right away and said move yeah. on with our lives that yeah. that's what pissed me off whether or not derek and meredith are together i don't care it's fine uh yeah. whatever but i don't have any predictions for them right now my only prediction is fuck them Okay, cool. I love that. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, keep an eye on our Instagram for an update about next week. We will hopefully have that figured out. Carmen's going to be here um, this weekend. 
for Scarlett's birthday. So Hey-o. we will hopefully make many, many fun plans um, while he's here and figure that out and maybe even record some Patreon content, hopefully fingers crossed. So um, yeah, just keep, keep up with us over there with that's where our announcements will be. But regardless, we will be doing the next one, uh, next two together at some point. We're just trying to figure out when. So thank you guys for listening. Um, hope you're having a good almost Christmas time. We are so close to Christmas and I love it. And I don't have any Christmas decorations up because um, they're all in boxes in my garage. So <laughs> it's fine. I'm still unpacking, but I'm doing great. It's everything's great. Um, so remember, if you see Carmen skipping down the snow covered Christmas time streets, Wish me a Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, whatever you prefer, because I am a fan of all holidays. Uh, And uh, remember, no spoilies. And we will see you all in the next one.